Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Let's split kick it, get it down. And then a bunch of desperation laterals coming up. Yep. There it is, on the ground. Erwin, who's going to swing it over to Taylor. He's not down yet. He is now. It's, it's over. It is over. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won it. Heading to the Super Bowl for the third time in four years. Hour number two, Jones, Mego, Arkham, taking you up until 6 o'clock on a Monday. First show, how are you feeling so far? Your friends are on TV behind you. Oh, they are? Travis Kelsey, coolest guy around. Oh, nice. Good, Did good. Did you see the video, though, of Joey Bosa yesterday uh, getting a Yes, yeah. going yeah. into, yes, I saw that you sent that, uh, entering the stadium yesterday, yeah. He sounded like a bully from, like, a 2002 teenage movie. Yeah. He looks like he looks like somebody melted Bradley Cooper's face. That's what that's what he that's what he looks like. Doesn't he really? look like kind of a knockoff Bradley Cooper? Am I seeing things? I, I now I need to look. I, need I see him as a knockoff Bradley Cooper. Just looking at Joey Bosa, which face. I guess is a compliment. I guess oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a compliment. Isn't it's that a compliment? A, it's a long nose and the eyes are a little far apart. Right. I get that. No, he's much uglier though. Well, that's why Bradley I said melted Cooper's face. Bradley Cooper is a good looking yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it, his face melted. Yeah, he did not seem fun to party with. I like how he hit that guy with the same thing Cam Newton hit that kid with. Like, well, I'm rich. <laughs> like, okay, Joey Bosa. Like, at least got, got me there. <laughs> at least it was an adult uh, in That's this true. case, unlike Cam. At least he wasn't just, you know, smack-talking a five-year-old. Uh, so, by the way, you can uh, listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. All you got to do is say, play 93.7 WEEI. Your phone number is 617-779. Uh, 7937. We'll get to that momentarily, but just real quick. I know you guys discussed this. I heard you discussing this over the last couple of weeks, uh, certainly last week. How close are the Patriots to these teams? Do you feel better about the Patriots after watching, I don't know, Cincinnati almost taking down Kansas City again and knowing the Patriots took the Bengals down to the wire when they faced them and easily could have beaten them? I've seen this logic from Patriots fans. How are you feeling about the team compared to some of these teams at the top of the NFL, specifically the top of the AFC? Well, I don't know how you start with what you saw yesterday because that doesn't even get at your core issue, which is in your own division. In your own division, you're closer, much closer to the bottom, if not the bottom. It's you and the Jets. And I know there's weird stuff happening with the Dolphins. But this is the cream of the crop that you watched yesterday. So are you close to them? Like, I feel like you need to start in your own division. And it already feels like the Bills are such a tall task for you even to try to reach for. So to me, it's like, can you get yourself ahead of the Dolphins? Can you securely make yourself 
whether it's bringing in weapons or developing the most incredible defense that Bill Belichick has fielded yet to make up for what's at best going to be an average, slightly above average offense, what they were in 2021, and that will make you extremely competitive again. But just looking at where you were ending the season, I don't know how you look at anything that you've seen at any point in the playoffs and say, yeah, this is a team that would go in there and make some noise. See, that, that's, that's how I apply it, too. I apply the two teams yesterday to the Bills and then the Patriots' relation right. to Buffalo. I'm like, you can't beat Buffalo. You can't even talk about the team without going into the transitive property because you're like, you got to start in your own division. You. And I'm sorry, like, I know that's not what Patriots fans want to hear, but it's true. You used to run the division. And that got you the jump. It got you the bye week so many years that got you a nice little wiggle room in the playoffs. And that you you see in who's going to the Super Bowl. The bye still matters. It still carries so much weight. Look at what the Eagles are doing. They have the easiest path. That used to be you. You keep saying you used to be the, the Chiefs are what you used to be. Correct. Well, it's also just... When you're one of the top tier teams and you truly control your own destiny, you don't control your own destiny in the way that Devin McCourty kept saying that you controlled your own destiny, which is, well, we got to win. You know, he kept saying, like, we got to we know we got to win the last three of these four games. And then it was like, well, we know we got to win the last two games. But everybody else was falling apart around you. So then it came down to like, well, it's a one week season. And it's like you couldn't even handle that. No, you you can't you can't keep up with Buffalo. And Buffalo can't keep up with the they, – they certainly can't keep up with Cincinnati based on what we've seen. Buffalo has matched up pretty well against Kansas City in some regular season games. Obviously, we know what happened in the playoffs a year ago. So, no, you're not in Buffalo's class. Never mind the class of these two teams. That's how I feel about it, Arkan. I basically feel the same way is that they're not very close, and I base it off the four quarterbacks who are in the a- representing the AFC in the division round. You had Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, and uh, Trevor Lawrence. If it wasn't Lawrence, it might have been uh, uh, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson if he was healthy. I just feel like there's a lot of great quarterbacks who are all represented here and are all playing, and some of whom who got muscled out. You're not one of those teams with a great quarterback that got muscled out. You're one of those teams with an offense that was mostly an abomination all year. And I just feel like there's other teams that are just with the talent that they have at the position of quarterback that far ahead of you, but also already with like a more functioning offense anyway. Yeah, no, look, I, I think that's fair. And I think the farthest away the Patriots are is certainly on offense and specifically at quarterback. Like, not to be a simpleton, not to be obvious, but... It's hard to win without that quarterback unless you're the Niners and you're completely stacked. But I don't I don't know. I don't completely know. Completely see- stacked with an offensive mastermind. Yeah. I mean, look, that's I, how I feel about I Kyle Shanahan. I don't that. think you feel no, that way. No, he but is. he's, he's like a, he's he like grew up in this system. He literally grew up in it mm-hmm. and coached it several places. So he's able to do it. And again, it goes back to is Bill O'Brien going to be the difference maker? Is he going to be the one who's able to turn this around? Can you at least get back to where you were in 2021? And by the way, where you were at the end of 2021 was getting your butts handed to you yeah, in right. the first round. I don't know that 2021 is good enough. And that's what they're looking at, though. That's, that's like, can you get back there? We're not talking about this is a gradual rebuild where you you took two steps back, and now you're just trying to take one step forward again. If that's the goal, just to get back to 2021, they can do that with O'Brien and Mac here and a few additions. That, that shouldn't be the goal. They should be aiming a lot higher than that, and, and I agree. Okay, not, well, how do they do that? I'm not sure that they are. Well, again, you make the change under center. I'd get in a different quarterback, personally, and I would give him a lot more in the passing game, which, you know, they, 
the Eagles gave Jalen Hurts A.J. Brown. I'd start with something like that. A lot of receivers moved last offseason. I think more are going to move this offseason. They should be in on that if they're sticking with Mac. Uh, let's get to some of these phone calls, as I promised. 617-779-7937. Chris is in Boylston. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, what's going on? Jones has done it. Welcome back to the Airwaves, Welcome. baby. Uh, guys, I just wanted to say, um, big fan of everybody, uh, Reverend and also Megan from uh, Harold and Quick Science. But Thanks, Chris. A couple points Thank here. Um, hope George is doing well, Arkan. Um, and um, so with the Patriots, Dovetailing into what you were just saying, what does Bill O'Brien say to Belichick about the pieces he needs most, whether it be the line, receivers, and whatnot? And then to kind of uh, pivot a little bit going forward with the show, Celts and Bruins, have they had their their dip? Well, so you you say we're going to pivot. We will pivot to that later on in the program. But, yeah, it feels like they're both dipping. To to give you a a paraphrased version of that, yeah, they've dipped. Especially the Bruins have dipped. And I think some of their their good luck, their good fortune, is catching up to them. That's how I feel specifically about them. On his point about Bill O'Brien, I I think Bill O'Brien was overrated as an offensive coordinator. This is another thing that I missed last week and over the last five weeks while I've been off the air. But... People act like Bill O'Brien is like, oh, now everything's just going to be this high-flying, great offense. His offenses weren't great in Houston. They weren't. And I know he had a lot of different quarterbacks. A lot of people have chirped me about that. Well, did you see who his quarterbacks were? Yeah, it was Deshaun Watson. More than any other quarterback, it was Deshaun Watson. He never had a top-10 offense in Houston, scoring or yards. So he's competent. He's better than what they had, of course. Anybody would be better than Patricia and Judge. Anybody. But... Is he actually closing the gap or the right fit to have Mac take a step? I'm skeptical, but at least he's a step in the right direction. Whatever step Mac is going to take, I think Bill O'Brien is the guy who who will get him there because of Mac right now. Like I say, Mac is basically like a shelter dog. He's just been through it, and you can say what you yeah, want. He's about just trembling how, and just yeah, peeing for no reason. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I can and see so that. And so now they're bringing in Bill O'Brien who he has some immediate trust with because seemingly the best years of Mac's life so far were still at Alabama. And so this is his Alabama guy. It's under Nick Saban's umbrella. It's like, this guy's not going to do me dirty. And I'm probably going to start, if I'm Mac Jones, I'm probably not going to be MFing the sideline anymore because it's at least competent. And so whatever Bill O'Brien does next, as long as he acts like he's giving Mac some authority in it, And it's like more of a partnership where Mac is not going to get crushed for going up there and saying, I'll learn from him and he'll learn from me the way that apparently that rubbed Joe Judge insanely the wrong way. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to feel like a warm bath for Mac Jones. He's going to be like, this is incredible. And if you if he can't take the step forward or make the progress that he needs to this season, then you know, no, you uh, know for sure. And some people already know. Some people already know. But Bill O'Brien is the guy. He is the guy who I believe because of the relationship there and what Mac needs to rebuild just like emotionally and confidence-wise and get his head on straight and learn an offense again. Like, that is the guy. There's no excuse for Mac this year. No, and and especially if they – I hope they get him receivers. I hope they get him DeAndre Hopkins or Keenan Allen or T. Higgins, you which I know you think is crazy. You want to bring DeAndre Hopkins in here with Bill O'Brien? Yes. Why not? How are those two going to well, I don't know that it. he wants to be here. And he I, compared him to Aaron Hernandez. I'm just saying, I don't know that DeAndre Hopkins wants to be yeah, here, but do I I'm want him say, on the team? How, yeah. how, is he get, how is that going to work? Probably not great. 
But I, I you what know, happens by I would like to upgrade the receiver room. What happens by week three of training camp? They'll figure that out. I, I want more it's talent like a on the team. Ninety-two degree day down at Foxborough. I want more talent on the team, and I want actual top-flight weapons. And if it's not Hopkins, fine. Like I said, Keenan Allen, your guy T. Higgins, whatever. Don't start with it, T. Higgins. Yeah, you, I know you think it's there's a good so chance he's coming here. annoying. I, it's so Arcan. You didn't respond to this last night. So we were talking about the T. Higgins right. thing. And people are, oh, well, you know, if the Bengals, because they're going to have to pay Joy Burrow and, and Jamar Chase, and if they can't afford to keep T. Higgins around, T. Higgins could be a Patriot. It's like... What in the history of anything makes you think that T. Higgins will be a Patriot or that they won't pay him? They're going to have $140 million in cap space over in Cincinnati. I understand Joe Burrow is going to get paid tons, but if the cap is crap here, then why isn't it crap in Cincinnati? Why can't they wiggle that around? And why would T. Higgins want to come here? Like, this is the same old thing that Patriots fans have done forever where it's like, oh, here's Bill Belichick's music and the meme of him not high-fiving somebody walking in the stadium. Like, what are we talking about? I, I just hope, I hope that they get him a receiver and he's got Bill O'Brien and now there's no more excuses for Mac. That is what I hope. I can see the Bengals also spending their money on their O-line, which was really not good uh, against Chris Jones in that, in that Chiefs front there. So I could see them maybe saying, hey, we got enough wide receivers. You know, We can let this guy go and we'll reinvest that money in the line to protect Burrow. Yeah, if they're going to take like a Kansas City path. Well, that's if what the Chiefs did, yeah. Joe Burrow is so good that he'll just create it and he doesn't need T. Higgins. I think Joe Burrow probably still wants T. Higgins. No, I think he absolutely does, and he's probably calling the shots there. Uh, it's our first show, by the way. Jones, Mego, with Arcand. Arcand, uh, how do you feel? Let's 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 scratch our backs. Great. Let's scratch our backs a little bit, shall we? Uh, Tommy in Lynn uh, wants to say something nice. I think. Go ahead, Tommy. Hey, Adam Jones. I want to say congrats for uh, Tommy. being here. Tommy, I thank say you. Congrats. What's up, man? I want to say. Um, I wanted to say, um, how did you guys like those games yesterday, those football games? I like Tommy, as I said earlier, and thank you for the kind words. Thank that, you for that, listening. Fi- finally, we want, more, we want more compliments. You want to compliment us more. I'll, I'll take those all day. But uh, what do I like? What do I enjoy? I like that Patriots fans are in a bit of a bind now. You've got to either root for the city of Philadelphia or you've got to root for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, who have kind of slowly turned into the Patriots, getting all the calls and in the AFC title game every single year. That's what I enjoy about those games. What do you guys like? 617-779-7937. We'll get to your more of your feedback. And where's Tom Brady going to wind up? In the division? Could he be going to San Francisco? Let's get to that right after trending with Christian Hart. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay, I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's only the question scratching. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. <laughs> I appreciate your asking. Thank you. So maybe I'm the idiot. I didn't realize until that interview last week. I didn't realize that's where Scratchy came from as a nickname. Did you guys he's know that? Scratching the surface because he's because he's scratching away and being like you know annoying and scratch scratch scratching at a question. I didn't realize that's where the Scratchy nickname. That's what I think of from. him when I listen to those podcasts. I thought it was from him being a scratch golfer. Thanks, Scratchy. Is that what it's from? I thought so. Why does he say you're scratching? I don't know. He's just saying it there, Tom. The, the bigger question is, why did Tom write that question for his friend and then cuss him out Jim, on his weird podcast? Jim, if I knew what I was going to do, I'd well, have already done it. Oh, I, I have a great theory on that. And it's Jones, Mego with Arcan. We're here till 6. Taking all your phone calls, 617-779-7937. Uh, again, you can text in 37937. Although there's this big, lovely uh, text screen that Don't I'm, look uh, at it. I'm catching up to. Don't look at it, Jones. I, I am looking at it's it. It's like the it's Ark gonna, of the Covenant. Don't it, it really is. It's going <laughs> to melt just, your face. You just melt when you look at it. I'll go from Bradley Cooper to, to Joey Bosa <laughs> when I look at it. Uh, so anyway, so when it comes to that, I, I know why. It's the same reason there's this report out now that Tom Brady won't be going to the Miami Dolphins oh, or the good. Dolphins Explain aren't going to pursue him. Well, it's because Brady doesn't want to be accused of tampering again. And I think Florio's written about this a lot at Pro Football Talk as it relates to the Jim Gray interview last week. And I think the same logic applies here when, oh, yeah, the Dolphins won't be in. The Dolphins aren't interested because they're committed to Tua. Well, I think Brady's been linked there before, obviously. Uh, They had outright conversations, and the Dolphins have been reprimanded by the NFL. So Brady's been linked there before. They're trying anything they can. And I think Brady's camp is trying to do anything they can to not get accused of tampering or reaching out because he looks so checked out last year. He was checked out last year. So him and his camp are doing everything they can to make it clear that there's no tampering going on. I don't know what I'm doing. Jim, Jim, how can I answer that? I don't know what the F I'm doing. Why are you asking that question? The Dolphins totally aren't interested, Tom. And that keeps it. And hopefully, in their minds, and whether this is the case or not, I think people are smart enough to see through it if he winds up in Miami. But I think in their mind, that's the whole idea. Well, we weren't tampering. We weren't talking to them. The Dolphins were totally out. They weren't interested at all. I think that's what's going on. I think Brady's trying to draw a line in the sand between himself and the Dolphins about doing anything out of bounds, anything illegal, when it's borderline a done deal, he's going there. I wonder if that's what's going on. If that's the case, that it's borderline a done deal, it's extremely gross of the Dolphins to talk about Tua this way. And I'm not trying to be all high and mighty and everything, but the guy had three concussions, and the second one was absolutely on the Dolphins for not yanking him after the first one. Well, that's true. So he has one four days later, 
and it's extremely detrimental to his health as a young man. And now, by the way, we didn't talk about this last week because we just didn't have time. I'm looking at Arkan like he was there. Arkan was on vacation. I was not. It's yeah. my own fault that we didn't talk about it. But I blame Arkan. It's, it's okay. I blame Arkan for playing stuff. Blame Arkan. Tua is still in concussion protocol. Yep. Can't play a in the month pro- later, can't he can't Bowl. play in the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. So he's still in this weird, delicate balance. And if behind the scenes they're going, well, Brady's going to come here because Brady was the ultimate plan years ago anyway. And then B-Flow came in and screwed that up because he walked off the yacht and told on everybody. And so we got him out. And now Brady's going to come in. And who knows what other chips may fall into place. Then you're just hanging Tua out there. All the epitome of sorry, but the epitome of damaged goods after what you did to him, that's dirty. I mean, that is filthy. It is. And now that you're saying it that way, I hated how the Celtics did that with Isaiah Thomas years ago. <laughs> I did. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even being, I'm not joking around. I'm not being sarcastic. That was an extremely creative pivot by you. But I, no, the way you described it is the way they threw out Isaiah like yesterday's trash. Okay, but this is also they had him head play. damage. No, it's, it's different. I mean, that is true. It's, it's, it's a concussion. It is brain trauma versus, you know, a degenerative hip or whatever Isaiah had. And also the number one issue, aside from domestic assault, that the league is dealing with but tr- publicly. The way they treated Isaiah like yesterday Yesterday's garbage and they threw him out. I hate it. So, fine. But you're the Dolphins now. I mean, Tua is going to get cleared at some point, I would imagine, although it's been a long time and that is scary. Well, you bring in Brady, you can still have Tua. Or you bring in Brady and you trade Tua for whatever assets you need to to surround Brady, which is, I imagine, what they're going to be doing. So, look, I love him in Miami selfishly. I think he wants to go in Miami. I think Brady twice a year would be great for us. I think it'd be great theater going against the Patriots twice a year. Like, that's what I want. That's what I hope happens. So maybe I'm trying to talk it into existence. Where else do you think he could go? What Do you, do you even think he's playing next year, Arkan, or do you think he's hanging him up? I definitely think he's playing next year. And just real quick with Tua, you said he's not cleared to play in the Pro Bowl. That's like throwing drills and stuff, well, right? Isn't point. that like a bunch right? of... Yeah. They're, not, they're not playing a game. He can't play flag football. Right. He can't throw at the... Remember the, when Mac Jones was, like, hitting the Colt? Right. Like, the, the Colt mascot and stuff? Like, he's not cleared to do that. I do have this very dark image in my mind's eye of Tua comes in with, like, the flags attached to his belt, and he sits down, and Mike McDaniel turns on that movie, MacGruber. <laughs> and he's like... And Tua doesn't laugh once, and he's my like, sorry. My favorite classic movie, MacGruber, he's like, that he watched and was, like, laughing with he's me. He's too far gone. Sorry, I buddy. <laughs> I guess that, so that was... And he just takes both the flags off his belt, and Wait, he's like, so get un- out of here, I'm unfamiliar with this. So Mike McDaniel... You don't know that's, the story? Well, I know the movie. I didn't okay. re- so Mike McDaniel, this is like this is like his test this where if you get story. humor or not? So he was talking about after concussion number two, so it came four days later in Thursday Night Football, they were flying home after that game, and... Mike McDaniel was saying Tua was actually in really good spirits on the flight home after getting checked out. Yeah, here it is. We, we just wanted to get him um, a little more space. He came up and sat next to me on the flight, um, and he uh, we, we talked a little bit about the game. I, I kind of was um, asking him questions about how he was feeling, um, and that happened for about 15 or 20 minutes, and then he... Um, pulled out uh, his phone and started uh, playing uh, my cult favorite classic movie, MacGruber, that he watched and was, like, laughing with me. Um, Well, there you go. He must have been fine. And he, you know, uh, he, he, I think he was just happy to be with his teammates and all. (laughs) 
Okay. By the way, it was really of, cool, man. Just I watching. Do. Look, I, one of the I worst like things you could do after a concussion: stare at a screen at your phone, That's like true. a bright screen on a dark plane for hours at a time. We'll tell you, not the biggest Mike McDaniel fan, and like, oh, he's so cool and so fun. But I do like MacGruber, both the movie and the uh, and the series. I. Uh, <laughs> I do enjoy both, but I had not heard that before. So uh, that's you think that's what he's doing now? He's just yeah, sitting around just, chilling in a dark like, room watching take MacGruber? The belt, take the belt off. So look, would it be a fair way to treat Tua? Probably not. But if you're the Dolphins, you can have Tom Brady or you can have Tua. I'll take Brady and, you know, I'll flip Tua somewhere else. I think if you do that as the Dolphins, you just you had to be like old school Raider Nation. You had to be, say, we're gross. We're the gross team in the NFL. That's yeah, the NFL. And we just win. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how a lot of teams treat it. And look, maybe they'd get flack from their fan base. Maybe if I worked in Miami, I would critique them for I that. I don't but think so. Have you been in Miami, Mike? <laughs> no. I Look at me. I, I, I never go out in the sun. <laughs> but I, if I were in Miami, maybe. But, you know, here, I'd say, no, you can get Tom Brady. Great. I, I think the Niners are a good fit. I think the Niners are a good fit if they'll ever finally say, let's, let's go bring in Brady and not just have our system quarterbacks where Shanahan has... I think the same issue Belichick does, where he just doesn't want a quarterback who goes off script, and he doesn't want a quarterback who can improvise and play out of his system. I think Shanahan has some of those same blind spots. If he can get past it and bring in Brady, who isn't improvising, I guess, but can you know make plays outside of the pocket and keep plays alive uh, with his feet within the pocket and, and go through his progressions, Brady can do all these things. If Shanahan were open to it, it's the perfect fit for Brady and for them. I hear that. It's also they're in a super strange situation where they have just a couple of, well, they have one quarterback in Mr. Irrelevant who has proven something, right? Like he's competent in the games. That's fine. I don't think they want to. This is true. I don't see much of a difference between what we saw out of Purdy, not yesterday when he was hurt. But what we've seen out of Purdy and rookie year Mac Jones, I don't see much of a difference. See, I'm so disappointing you. I thought you were going to compare what Purdy did yesterday to the first Bills game that Mac Jones played in. That was he, he threw really more. dropped it. There. He threw a lot more. He threw four <laughs> times. He threw many more times than uh, than Mac Jones did in that game. No, no but the, then they he, they have Trey Lance, yep. which is the big thing of oh, you know, apparently Kyle Shanahan was like pulling his hair out trying to figure out if he was going to move up for Trey Lance or if he was going to go for Mac Jones and it was this all this pressure of being in the first round taking a quarterback and now Trey Lance is so far behind schedule it's just bizarre yeah like what do you what do you trade him for nobody knows what he is he was raw coming out of the draft he's barely played in the NFL and he was injured all this season nobody knows it's like he's the biggest mystery flavor in the entire NFL yeah I mean look that'd be a great story Brady going to Sam Fran you know nationally that'd be a great story for us I I want Miami I mean that's what I want Arkand yeah and I think that Miami has a real uh legitimate chance though because I agree with you about the tampering thing and also Miami knows more than we do about Tua and his status they know more about what his concussion status is if he's going to play next year if he's ever going to play football again do you remember what McDaniel was saying about we're just trying to get to the next day with him and like worry about like the days that are coming up here when was he saying that that was uh, I think after the second concussion yeah it was right after the (sighs) they asked him if he was maybe going to come back for the playoffs and they're like no 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 we're talking about just getting to the next day with him and the day after that and everything else and I know it's McDaniel and he has sort of a weird way of talking but I think that they know they can say all these things about being committed to Tua if they know deep down he's probably not going to play for them or anybody else ever again. So it's easy for them to say that stuff, and it's easy for Brady to swear at Jim Gray on his own podcast. I think that there's still a lot. I mean, he was looking at schools in Miami. There's still a lot of smoke there. So wait, Arkan, do you think then that they are thinking possibly that Tua is just going to hang it up? Yeah. 
and say, I, I think it's on do, the table. Sure. I need to do what's best for my health. Absolutely. And so then they can say, oh, we respect you so much to a come here, Brady. Because that's gross, too. It is, but I think that could I mean, it's very well be what's getting set up here. Still I mean, gross. Look, I'd be surprised if Tua retired, but we've seen athletes retire earlier and earlier. Maybe. He's so young. Maybe, maybe they realize they need to go a different direction. I'll just say this. You know, if I'm the Dolphins, I've already been penalized for tampering with Brady. So it makes sense now to go get him. Why would I want to get slapped on the wrist, not get him? I might as well pay the price and still end up with the prize of Brady at the end of the day. So that's what I'm pulling for. Uh, what do you guys want? 617-779-7937. Where do you think Brady plays next year? Added to all the championship weekend talk and our larger Patriots discussion. Ray is in Rhode Island. Go ahead, Ray. What's up, guys? Big shout-out to WEEI for hiring the man, the myth, the legend, the Doc Knight, Adam Jones. Adam, yes. I got one question I've been dying to ask you. Oh, good. What is your take on the Karen Garigian andrew Callahan masterpiece? Oh, uh, from last week? Look, I, I think some of the details in it were phenomenal. It was great reporting. It was a great story, and I was kicking myself for missing out on it. We knew they were a mess last year. Like, we knew that team was a disaster. I was happy to see Joe Judge get a little bit of flack. Almost all of it was at Matt Patricia. Uh, you know, we see the story today uh, from Albert Breer, or was it from over the weekend, where Breer and Arcan, you sent this. Breer said that Bill was uh, active on the headsets on game day and having the sort of oversight over the offense he's traditionally had over the defense. Moonlighting, as you said, as a play caller at points, which is why at times calls were late getting in. So that was Bill's fault. That was good to know from Breer that it was Bill's fault that they kept getting delay of games, even though he was cursing out Matt Patricia and the offense could look messy from an operational standpoint. So I I thought Bill skated a little bit. I'm not the first to say that. I thought Joe Judge, you know, you could see how much of a hardo a-hole he was. But mostly I, I feel like we knew a lot of what was going on. The coaches weren't ready. And the players never gave him a chance. I think that's the, the part that's left unsaid. The players, by the end of like training camp, they were done really trying. They were just going through the motions. And I would not let the players off the hook for that either. That includes Mac. That includes Kendrick Bourne and the tight ends and everybody else. Like I, I know these coaches were setting you up to fail. I got it. I'm still disappointed you didn't try. I feel like way too many guys on the offense just didn't try. So you say Bill kind of skated by in the article yes. the way that you interpreted it. I do think it's because that big middle chunk of it was trying to illustrate how much Mac and Joe Judge really didn't like yeah. each other. And I have a feeling that there are probably some anecdotes that couldn't be included. So they were trying their best with quotes that couldn't be directly attributed to they, one guy they, or another. They may have to do but, that as authors, but but to me, that that's what I would have liked to have seen a little bit more, a little bit more at blame, uh, blame at Bill's feet. They started the article with, Love Coach Belichick, he effed us. No, yeah, true. I and mean, that was the main the headline of, that, of Look, that whole thing. Whether or not you ever pick up a physical newspaper, they are a newspaper. They did try to put on the back page, he effed us. Yeah. Bill effed us. It's true. Was the headline. That was one line, though. So to me, it I, was the headline. No, true. But I just, I could have used more of that in the story. Like, that is one great anecdote, but that that's, you can chalk that up as one player in the locker room feeling that way. Was that a, a consensus feeling? So I think Bill F'd them. He absolutely did. He's the one who picked out Bebop and Rocksteady. He's the one who put Patricia and Judge in charge. That's him. So he he does deserve it, but I'd like to see a little more of that. Uh, and that's that's not a, even a critique of, of Callahan and Garigian and the Herald. That sounds very personal to but me. It's not, it's not, it's <laughs> not even It's not even a critique. This it's just a joke. We all know that Patricia and Judge are bums. And this has been my thing for a while with Mac. It's like, okay, I got it. Those guys don't deserve their jobs. I got it. I got it. I got it. They don't deserve their jobs. 
Can we criticize Mac a little bit and can we criticize Bill a little bit? So your question is kind of like, what did we learn from this piece? It was we knew no, no, that it was, was so dysfunctional all the way some, through. We learned some great detail. There was tremendous detail in that story. But I, I knew the coordinators were a mess and I knew the team was set up to fail. And I'm not telling you I'm like smarter than what was in the story. I just I wanted to hear a little bit more about the insubordination from Mac, which there was some in there, you know, a little bit more about uh, the blame at Bill Belichick's feet. Well, but the piece was great. I mean, I was I was sitting there rubbing my nipples, reading the thing, <laughs> turning around pictures backwards in my apartment so that I could enjoy the story. Like, I enjoyed every second of reading the story. It was awesome. I wouldn't like a follow-up piece, if I can request it, about the insubordination. So what the hell went on with Jack Jones? I want the quotes of Jack sure. Jones talking yes. back to Bill Belichick. I want to know what was going on the uh, the the Bailey Zappi weeks. Yes, I want to know what was going on that Chicago week. Remember when Bailey Zappi went missing? Remember when he they were trying to bring him up to the yes. podium, and it seemed like after the Bears game. Yes, he, no, it was uh, it was the quarterback availability. So every oh, week yes, yes, there's yes, yes, the yes. like Wednesday yep. or Thursday quarterback availability, and nobody could find Zappi for forty five minutes, and everybody was just hanging out. And it sounded like Zappy didn't know he was supposed to talk that day because he didn't know that he was gonna if he was gonna News start to or him. not. So Zappy's just walking around like, well, I guess I'll go get my treatment. Yeah, <laughs> like, maybe I'll go to Red Robin. Like <laughs> that, I uh, yeah, that I'd like more of. What what went on that week, and were there lines drawn in the sand? Was everybody as behind Mac as it was made to be uh, or made out to be? At the time, I sort of wonder how Bill comes back from that because that's the first time that his players have ever they didn't go on record like their names, but that's the first time they've ever, oh. even with anonymity, lit them up like that. You, you know better believe I mean? Bill is trying to suss that out. Though. That's like, exactly who, like, right. Who but, was this? So then, yeah, what do you that. do? You get rid of everybody? I mean, do you cut everybody who you found out talked? Like, what exactly do you do? How well, do you come might. back from that? Because I feel like the whole offense felt that way. The Herald Basically, told you. everybody felt that way. The Herald told you in the story they were worried about the vengeance or whatever right. it was. Uh, you know, retribution. Thank you. Retribution from Bill Belichick. Uh, Deuce has been waiting very patiently in Boston. Go ahead, Deuce. Hey, how you doing? What's up? And welcome hey, to, uh, to, the, to the crew. But I know you guys are going to put this on the top of your list. Coming February, it's going to be Black History Week. And I want to make sure that uh, it's addressed that this is going to be a historic two black quarterbacks playing the Super Bowl. What do you guys think about that? Look, I, I like, uh, well, I'm a fan of both of these quarterbacks. I was a fan of Jalen Hurts coming out. Uh, I, like Arkan, and I think Arkan said this before, uh, am a fan of Mahomes. Like, he's fun to watch. So I just like that both quarterbacks are in it. But, no, that's a great, that's a great benchmark. You know, Doug Williams being the first to win a Super Bowl, great. And this is a great benchmark that now you have uh, two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl for the first time starting the Super Bowl. That's tremendous. What, 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 why would anybody have a problem with that? Yeah. I don't No, I think it's just he wants to recognize it, celebrate it. Is it that is historically accurate, right? It is. Okay, they're the, fir- they're the first okay. two to start, yes. Okay. I don't know what more to say than that's awesome. No, and look, I I like I like the contrast in style. You know, I mean Mahomes is a guy who will get out and scramble, but Mahomes is, you know, a guy who will improvise, can throw it a million yards. Jalen Hurts Make is more laterals look functional. Right. Jalen Hurts <laughs> is more your traditional scrambler. But Jalen Hurts, I think, is short change, just like Lamar Jackson is a thrower as well. So, no, I, look, I like entertaining quarterback play. I don't want a bunch of pocket passers standing there and, you know, throwing it five yards in front of the line of scrimmage. Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins and Mac Jones and Brock Purdy, a Super Bowl without quarterbacks like that to me is good. So whether they're white or black, whatever, I'm happy that there's two entertaining quarterbacks in this Super Bowl. 617-779-7937. That's how you get in touch with Jones, Mego, and Arcan. We'll pick it up with more of your feedback and... Bad news for the show, guys. Bad news already. The, the show has no chance. Aww. Already. 
already uh, we've been told that. We'll address. I was brought on and told that. So <laughs> We'll address uh, what the Boston Globe had to say about this very show coming up next. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're coming up on 4 o'clock here on WEEI. Adam Jones, Megan Adelini, Christian Arcan. Here until 6, taking all your phone calls at 617-779-7937. Uh, if you missed any part of the show or you have it delivered to you or your phone daily, you could subscribe to Jones, Mego, and Arcan and the podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. We're going to get to the Celtics and the Bruins next hour. We've talked, uh, well, a lot of Patriots really... A lot of championship weekend through a Patriots prism. Uh, we mentioned Albert Breer saying that Bill Belichick has been involved in some of the play calling. Uh, we've gotten to Bill O'Brien being here and what the Patriots need to do going forward. What were you going to say there, Megan? I was just going to say we're staying big picture, though. It's not yes. like we're like drilling down into the Patriots. No, 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 no. But I think watching those games yesterday, a lot of Patriots fans are doing what we're doing, which is how do the Patriots catch up to these teams? What can I learn from these teams? And I think that's what today's about. Like, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm less interested in breaking down, and this is me, breaking down the nuts and bolts of the AFC Championship game yesterday. I want to know as a fan how it applies to the Pats. And I think there's a lot of instructive things that we've dove into, and again, you can check that out on the Odyssey app if you want to go back and figure it out. 617-779-7937, your text at 37937 is how you get in touch here. But I was uh, disheartened, chagrined, that our good friend up in Maine, uh, Chad Finn, in the Boston Globe, wrote uh, a few weeks back, that uh, WEEI's shakeup in the afternoons is unlikely to have any effect going against the ratings monster. We're doomed! Felger and Maz. Yeah. That's, that was the take from Maine from, uh, from Chad Finn. Old Chad there sold out, went down right in Big City Way now. 
I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. They got about as uh, uh, good of a chance of sneaking up on that other show as uh, as I have in moose hunting season, sneaking up with my muzzle loader. Yep. So, I mean, you know, first of all, I'd say hot take. Uh, second of all, there is, uh, there is a critique in here of me specifically that I'll get to. But he writes, uh, the first thought upon confirming Friday, the week-long expectation that longtime 98.5 The Sports Hub evening host Adam Jones is jumping to EEI to host its afternoon drive program. He says there's a better chance of Matt Patricia starting at slot receiver for the Patriots next year than there is that new show. Overtaking the Sports Hub powerhouse, yeah? I don't understand why that's so funny, okay? <laughs> if you'll recall, I made one of the greatest plays in the history of the Super Bowl. Yeah, you did. I good... could very easily play slot receiver as well. It was a Come good call. let me have it. <laughs> with, uh, going with uh, Malcolm Butler, of course. I, I, don't, was... I don't understand the humor there, Chad. Uh, you're going to have to explain it to me. Uh, well, he says that's not a knack on the revamped trio or Patricia's three-cone drill scores, for that matter. That's right. Nice. Yeah, good. Uh, though I do have skepticism about Jones's approach. That I'll get to in a second. Ooh. Uh, Big since, tease. since joining EEI in May, Adelini has proven a savvy hire. That's good. Hey. You have a knack for bringing out. I have out, no problem with this article now. You have a knack for bringing out humor in former hosts, uh, Christian Fourier and Lou Merloni. Well, it worked with those guys. I don't know about you two. That's a good point. And you've quickly connected with Arkant, uh, he writes. So uh, this could just who be. Who joined a you back problem. in November? No, 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 no. It's just uh, it's a me problem. It says there's potential here. Uh, but they say, you know, Felger and Maz have been a uh, top ratings team for a long time, which, again, uh, very newsworthy, and, and they do a good job. Uh, they do a very good job. Uh, he says, if it's at all susceptible, it hasn't shown up. And he says, uh, goes through and details all the numbers. He says, confession, I don't get what. And from this vantage point, it's impossible to see Jones leading anything close to a genuine challenge. Uh, he was an intern for Felger way back when. His approach of contrived negativity is similar that I've occasionally referenced to Jones as the intramural version. But Jones's approach, it's all going wrong with the team you like, and you shouldn't feel good about anything, lacks nuance. Uh, and lacks then, Felger nuance. Yes. and uh, <laughs> That's again, what he's known for. Well, I just, look, whatever, that's fine. I, I, you know what lacks nuance? This eight-year-old criticism that Chad Finn has in the Boston Globe, that, that I, I, it's lacking nuance. It takes no nuance to write the same thing every single year for eight years. You can go back to 2015 or 2016 or whenever when he reviewed all the shows. Jones lacks nuance. You know what lacks nuance? Writing that every time you write a column. Yeah. So to me, I just I, I understand you think it lacks nuance. Sometimes, by the way, a lack of nuance is just right. So, sometimes being critical is just the right thing. So, sometimes you're right. To criticize. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. But again, it's a hot take in the Boston Globe. You should check it out uh, online at uh, boston.com. So is there potential here or are we doing? Well, there's potential. things were stated. There's potential for you to. Well, at least before I got here. I guess maybe not. I guess maybe now that's no longer the case. So maybe, apparently it was everything was great before you got here. Well, no, it was good. And now it was good during my four or ruined. five weeks off the air, whatever it was. And now, now it's been ruined. Yes, now it has no chance. So welcome. It's about right. Thanks for joining us here at EEI. There's no chance of anything. No, it's true. Uh, but again, I do think it takes a great deal of nuance to criticize nuance. Uh, you know, uh, uh, ten times in a decade. That that's nuance. That's nuance. You want Is there nuance, something right? Personal here. That's nuance. No, nothing personal other than him hating me. There's no. There's no personal animosity. Has he ever said any of this to your face? No. Hmm. No, but I, I. I don't know how often we've been face to face. That well, would require do you me. Spend a lot of time in Maine. N- well, sometimes in the summer, yeah. 
Better not. Yeah. yeah. You could go doorstep him. Do you know what that means? No. This is an old reporting you term. You don't know what doorstepping means, though, yeah. huh? It's You definitely do it. Hey, and the name. missus went doorstepping last weekend. <laughs> yeah. Drop so when you key, go, drop keys in a bowl, yeah? You show up to someone's doorstep, you just ring their doorbell, and they open the door, and you say, Hi, I'm Adam Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you light a, then light a bag of dog poop on fire. whatever they're saying. And then they have to stomp on it. That's yeah. what you're saying? I was once forced at the Herald to doorstep someone who had um, been been arrested for drunk driving, oh. and they were a public official, and the person who answered the door was a seven-year-old child oh. who said, my dad is not home today, and he will not be home for several weeks or available for comment. Good. <laughs> Can we put this a patsy, now I'm going to find out what for. I'll yeah. tell you what, that kid, that kid knows. He's yeah. no snitch. It was, yeah, it was a little girl. It was no, pretty heartbreaking. No but, snitch? You know, no. Snitches get stitches. She's not going to roll over. Mm-hmm. Dad's upstairs, sweeping yeah. it off. I mean, uh, in some ways, that's impressive. It's true. But, that's uh, absolutely what was happening there. But, uh, yeah. So go doorstep Chad maybe, Finn. Maybe He'd appreciate it. He's a newspaper guy. Maybe I should. I have nights available now. I can, like, show up to a game. Maybe I'll see him at a game. He's not He's not a fan of my work. Uh, what are you going to do? Nah, not everybody can we'll be a fan of We win him over. Work. We win him all over. Or, you know, they just don't get it. He says he just doesn't get you. He doesn't understand the nuance. Listen. Or, or I lack nuance. I'm sorry. He wants more nuance. I just, I'm a little a little too black and white. He wants more gray. I used to like Chad. Dead to me. Dead to you now? Dead to me now. You're taking my side. Dead to me now. You don't write that stuff in the paper. You don't say these things. Yeah. The stuff he said about me was okay. But you don't say those things about our new show. No. <laughs> well, Dead also, to me. Also, maybe next time it's a poorly kept secret, maybe report it. I'd say that too. <laughs> uh, but that would just be my criticism. Uh, 617-779-7937. That's how you get in touch with the uh, failing new afternoon drive show here on WEEI. Jones and Mego with Arcan. Uh, when we come back, we do want to get to the Celtics. Uh, the Boston Celtics are a team that... Well, fortunately, fortunately, finally stopped their losing skid and was able to finally pick up a victory, though through questionable means. And don't worry, we'll be getting to the Bruins as well next hour. That's next on EEI. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. 
That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.